you guys were the leaders in that. I mean, you you really were. I mean, Vicky talked about, you know, from from the onset of starting back in the, the early Marco Island days to, to where we're at now, you know, just the, the continued growth of, of what you guys have been able to provide. Hello and welcome to the Dactronics Experience Podcast. I'm Justin Oxner here with Matt Anderson. Today, we're joined by Pat Manick and Vicki Johnson. Pat's a senior executive vice president of NACTA, and Vicki is the convention coordinator for Dactronics. We're going to talk about the upcoming NACTA convention, the convention's history, and Dactronics history with the organization. And today, we're going to talk about NACTA with Pat and Vicki. Pat, how are you doing? Doing great, thanks. And Vicki, how are you doing over there? Super fantastic, Justin. How are you? I'm good. Thought I'd let you guys both know that Matt Anderson's here with me. <laughs> Thanks. Hi, guys. Good morning, Matthew. Good morning. Good morning. Um, Pat, let's start with you. Let's let's get a background of your position as Senior Executive Vice President at NACTA, how you came to that position, and what you're doing today. Yeah, well, first off, I just want to thank you, know, you Matt, and Justin, and, and Vicki for, for having me today. It's It's great to be with you guys, and Always good to see uh, to see and, and talk to Vicky, uh, a longtime friend and and partner uh, of NACTA. So appreciate you having me with the or appreciate you having me with you guys today. Yeah. So just uh, my background a little bit. I am originally from uh, Cleveland, Ohio, born and raised. Spent my high school years uh, in Columbus, Ohio. From there, I got my undergraduate degree at Bowling Green State University in sport management. Actually started off as a finance major, but after uh, a short time taking uh, numerous business classes, I knew that uh, wasn't my wasn't my future, so <laughs> needed to drastically switch majors. Um, and so I ended up uh, switching over to sport management. Like I said, got my degree in, in sport management. Um, from there, I did an internship at NACTA. So that was my first mm. first intro into NACTA. I was introduced through my uncle, actually, who uh, was best friends with our executive director at that time, Mike Cleary. So I was introduced to, uh, to Mike at that time. Was fortunate enough to uh, be able to do an internship there. Uh, after that, uh, I took a position at Wake Forest University down in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. I uh, was doing sports marketing uh, and event management. Did that for a little over a year um, and then realized that if I wanted to stay in the industry, I needed to uh, move on and pursue a master's degree. So uh, I was fortunate enough to get my master's degree from Ohio University in sports administration. Um, and during the whole time, you know, kept in touch with everybody at NACTA uh, and was fortunate enough after I graduated and received my master's degree that I was hired on uh, back at NACTA full time uh, in July of 1995. So I just came up on my 26th year anniversary with the association. So uh, it's just amazing how time flies, but uh, very, very, very fortunate. Awesome. And we'll we'll get into NACTA here a little bit as to kind of what that organization is and what you guys do. But um, first, maybe Vicky, I think this is the first time Vicky's been on the podcast. I know we've done several write-ups, Vicky, of your experiences with NACTA and Dactronics over the past. I think we used them on blog interviews, but uh, maybe could you just give us a uh, outline of what you do at Dectronics, Vicky, and how long you've been around? 
Absolutely. You know, I started a while ago in what was called our document room, actually. And um, every piece of equipment that's been designed has a, a document that goes with it. And that's way back before computers and computerization. So everything was done by hand, typed manuals that went out with scoreboards and all that stuff. But I progressed into our college and university market back in the day and started as their administrative assistant and then moved into actually selling our standard product to Division two and three schools. And um, I also was involved in our advertising and our sponsorships at that level. And then as the company grew, roles changed and and people were added. Uh, so parts of what I did were given to other people so that uh, you could focus on one thing. And I was actually asked if I wanted to stay with sales or if I wanted to go with the marketing route. And I chose marketing um, because I enjoyed planning the trade shows and meeting people and building those relationships um, over the years. And this September, it'll be 32 years that I've actually been wow. with Actronics. Okay. So, yeah. Nice. And I was fortunate enough to kind of be, be in with NACTA from almost the get-go of our relationship. So, Pat, <laughs> you forgot to mention that your significant other, I don't know if you met her through NACTA? Actually, yes. I did meet um, my wife, Denise, uh, through NACTA. She was actually... Um, working for a company called Collegiate Directories at the time. Uh, Collegiate Directories was a company that published a national directory book of all the colleges across the country with all their contact information, staffs, um, titles, all of that stuff back before everybody could easily click and get that information on the internet. So, um, yeah, so that's that's how I met uh, my wife, Denise. And actually, it was funny because Denise and I both went to Bowling Green at the same time, same major, but we never knew each other during that time. Oh, which, wow. Yeah, pretty crazy. Um, that is crazy. She knew, yeah. obviously, a lot of my friends. I knew a lot of her friends, so I'm sure our paths crossed, you know, a number of times. But, uh, no, we never, never formally met during our days at Bowling Green. Which is probably a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> but then but then you met at NACTA. So could you tell us a little bit more about NACTA itself and what that is? Yes. So so NACTA is a professional membership association for all college athletic directors and administrators across the country, Canada and Mexico. So we have typically on an annual basis over twenty two thousand members that represent about 2200 institutions um, and that's divisions one two three junior colleges and the nai so that's what differentiates us a little bit from the ncaa is that you know the ncaa uh, only has representation from divisions one two and three but we have memberships from uh, the junior college and the nai level we manage 17 affiliate associations, so we've kind of morphed into a, an association management organization. Uh, so these 17 uh, affiliate associations basically represent all of the business units that would report into an athletic director. So, for example, if you're at, you know, Western Michigan and you're the development director, you would have your own uh, development associations. You have a 
marketing association, licensing association, compliance, um, all of the various business units, once again, that report into the athletic director, um, we have affiliate associations that we manage. Now, the one difference is that we do not do anything with coaches. Uh, coaches have their own uh, professional association. So um, we strictly stick with the athletic director and, and their administrators. All right, and, and thinking kind of back on your history too, Pat, you know, you talked about um, going into sports management, um, doing some sports marketing then before you went and got your master's. Um, you know, right when you go into sports management, sometimes the thought may be, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go in, I'm going to be an athletic director of some way, shape, or form. And uh, knowing NACTA, right, the way that it is and, and all the different types of ADs they work with, maybe just a little bit of, of kind of what interested that about you that you kind of want to go down that route um, to kind of further your career? Yeah, that's a great question. And you were spot on when you mentioned uh, the desire to a lot of times get into the industry and become an athletic director. And that was exactly the, um, the reason uh, that attracted me to, to NACTA in the first place. I thought when, you know, back when I switched my major and started pursuing um, a potential career in athletics administration, the, the thought at the time was to eventually um, become an athletic director. But over time and over the years, the early years um, that I spent at NACTA, I quickly realized that, you know, that probably wasn't the ultimate career path that I was going to end up with. Um, I really enjoyed um, my time on the event side of it, um, overseeing and running all of our meetings, um, obviously our convention, the biggest of the meetings that we run. And the I think the other big thing was that I had a desire early on to get back on campus but during, you know, once again, the early years in, in NACTA, I quickly learned that it was it was advantageous to to still be able to have a position in college athletics and be able to um, deal with so many institutions across the country and not just work for one. Uh, so that really attracted me to continue working at NACTA and kind of put the put the pause button, so to speak, on hold in terms of pursuing that um that goal of becoming an athletic director. And, and once again, as time continued to, uh, to move on and, you know, I started a family, obviously I've got two, two boys. I kind of enjoyed having my weekends as opposed to, you know, when you become an athletic director, you pretty much give up, you know, all of that free time, so to speak. So, mm -hmm. um, so that was another reason, but, uh, but the primary focus was, was just, you know, being able to work with so many, schools and administrators and athletic directors across the country as opposed to just being focused on one primarily yeah instead of one campus you have many campuses there you, <laughs> you go. can work that's with a, yeah that's exactly right <laughs> and and that tie-in is probably uh why dactronics wanted to work with nacta so well and and have been doing so for so many years um vicky maybe you can give us a little history of how long we've um dactronics has been attending the nacta convention and working with nacta you know i wish i could pinpoint how many years it's been um, but it's been probably pretty much as long as I've been at that, probably at least 30. Okay. Um, but the convention actually started very small uh, in Marco Island, Florida. So, of course, everyone wanted to go to NACTA in the college market. And at that time, we were small enough that we kind of took everyone that was involved in our college university market down there. They were little pop-up booths 
tabletop booths, 10 by 10, if you want to give it a size range, but they weren't partitioned off like things are now. It was just in the lobby of the hotel or whatever nook and cranny the hotel had available for us to, to put up a display. And there was maybe 10 to 15 of us is all, as far as exhibitors. And as NACTA grew, Dactronics uh, grew, and um, eventually we started bringing product and we had they always had some kind of evening reception, and there was some years that we would actually bring a video display outside by the pool uh, for the reception at night. So our relationship expanded beyond the exhibit booth, so to speak, um, into like a sponsorship role where we would bring our product in and use it in various ways um, to our advantage and to NAPA's advantage. Um, they utilized our displays to get their messages out, but we used it to get our message out as well. So that's kind of how we evolved over the years. Now, of course, I can't even say when we do get back face-to-face, is it over 300 exhibitors, Pat? Yeah, just about. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, we've, like I said, we've grown as electronics, uh, just like NACTA has grown, and we've growing up together basically all right yeah and that's a, that's kind of from from Dactronic's perspective pat could you share from kind of nacta's perspective on how the convention has kind of grown over the years yeah you know it's 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 really been amazing through the years to you know you kind of step back and you look at it from from both of our perspectives and um, as vicky mentioned i mean it's it's really evolved and has really grown tremendously over the years i mean i can remember you know, just 10 years ago, you know, back in like, let's say 2009, I mean, at the time probably had around 2,700 attendees and maybe took up, you know, a little over 5,000 room nights. And, you know, you, you fast forward, you know, 10 years to, to 2019, the last time we, we actually had a convention in person and, you know, our attendance is, you know, 6,500, close to 7,000 attendees and, you know, we occupy now over 10,000 room nights um, in the city that we're hosting the convention. So, you know, just in that short span, you know, recently, it's it's really just boomed tremendously. And I think one of the, you know, we're often asked this question about our growth, you know, specifically on the convention. And, you know, I mentioned our affiliate associations, um, and that's that's played a big role in terms of the, the growth of the convention. But I think the other big thing in our industry is that, attendees are given on campus maybe one or two probably at the most professional development opportunities where they're able to go to you know a trade show or a meeting or or whatnot throughout the course of the year and i really think that our convention has grown into that you know must must attend uh, professional development opportunity, especially for the younger people that are working their way up through, you know, through their careers. And, you know, it's it's just a great education, not only an educational opportunity for these folks, but, you know, the networking in our industry is is as big, if not more, you know, than the educational component of it, because it's all about relationships. It's all about who you know and, you know, getting to meet Vicki Johnson or getting to meet, you know, different athletic directors or, administrators throughout the country that you either hear about or read about um, it's just um it's just a real good opportunity for these individuals to get together in one location and you know spend you know three or four days and you know foster those relationships and 
um, continue to grow uh, professionally. I think about the first time I uh, met the Vicky Johnson, the one and only here, uh, was when I started as an intern about a little 14 years ago, Vicky. And I think the first time I worked with you was getting ready for the NACTA convention and, and getting equipment ready and bringing it down there. And that's, I remember even talking yeah. to you at that time about how big the show had gotten, like you're talking about, Pat, with how many different affiliates are there, how many different attendees and exhibitors. And I think I made maybe a been to one or two other trade shows for Dactronics at the time. But not, And I thought, yeah, I bet, it, I bet it's a big show. Yeah, sure. And we brought, I think, two or three huge truckloads down there of display equipment and booth equipment. And it was when it was down in Orlando at the World Marriott Center. And it was one of those, oh, my gosh, this there's so many things going on here. I remember just being in awe about how much stuff was going on for that entire convention. Yeah, that's a great point. And I mean, you guys were you guys were the leaders in that. I mean, you you really were. I mean, Vicky talked about, you know, from from the onset of starting back in the the early Marco Island days to to where we're at now and, you know, just the the continued growth of, of what you guys have been able to provide to to make the convention a, you know, a great experience for for not only you you guys as a company, but obviously for all of the customers that you're servicing, which are our attendees, obviously, and our members. So I really think it's been a win-win and, you know, we couldn't be, you know, happier with our relationship and our partnership over the years. And it's, you know, it's just really neat to, to be able to step back and, and look at the growth over the years. And I'm thinking I started, you know, um, you mentioned you were an intern as well, Pat, for, for NACTA. I was an intern for Dactronics as well. And I feel you kind of hit on some of these points a little bit already, right? Of the benefits of, of the networking, getting to know um, other people. And then I, know I always thought of it was a peek behind the curtain because I was in college athletics. I had a marketing degree, but when I went to the NACTA that first year, you really saw more about like all the different athletic directors of different levels and what their lives are actually like. Um, is there anything kind of you want to add maybe to how the internship program at NACTA is uh, currently being held? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm, you know, obviously I came up through the internship program and, you know, it started back in 1984. And since that time, you know, we've, we've had probably over 200 individuals that have come through the program. We have on our staff currently 14 full-time staff members and eight of those individuals are former interns. So the internship program has evolved over the years, as you can imagine. Um, it's gotten to the point now where we typically take in about three or four interns each year and they'll start, you know, they'll start anywhere, you know, August 1st to September 1st, depending on, you know, their plans and everything. We, we try to get them in before Labor Day. Um, and then they're with us through the following convention in June. So it's, it's, it's pretty much almost a full year where they are with us in person, a great learning experience, as you can imagine, not only working with our staff, but, you know, working with the various associations that we manage and all the individuals on our staff that manage those um, on a day-to-day basis. Um, and it culminates, you know, once again at the convention, you know, so they work throughout their whole year and the pinnacle is bringing them to the convention and they hit the ground running. And it's it's just really neat to be able to see them, you know, grow over the course of the year. And when they get to the convention, it's really neat to be able to see them, you know, finally get a chance to to talk to the individuals that they've been working with throughout the year from the various schools and the associations and the leadership and whatnot. So I'll tell you what, you know, nine times out of 10, 
the majority of the interns, you know, if they do it right and they work hard and they they hit the ground running when they're at the convention and they set up appointments with, you know, people that they want to meet, whether it's athletic directors or development directors or compliance directors, whatever the um, area of expertise that they want to get into, a lot of them walk out of there with jobs. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it, it's really neat to see. And and that's one of the things with our internship program that that we tell them when they first come in is that, you know, it's it's the intern's responsibility to come here, work hard, do things that, that we ask them to do. But it's also our responsibility as leaders and mentors to put them in the proper position so that when the time comes for them to walk out of the door and leave NACTA, they're walking into a full-time position. Um, we really don't like them to leave NACTA and go get another internship at all possibility. You know, we, we pretty much tell them that, Hey, we, we pick the cream of the crop at this point. A lot of the kids that come in already have their, their master's degree. A lot of them have already, you know, worked two or three or four internships already. Um, so we try to our best to really put them in a position that when they walk out of here, they're walking into the, uh, the real world in a full-time position. So it's one of the things that we're very, very proud of, obviously, as you can imagine with um, over half of our staff coming out of our internship program. So there's a lot, there's a lot of ties here too, between Pat and Vicky, right? Because Vicky, I mean, talking about internships as well during my internship, that's how I got to, to meet you originally, but you also had interns for a long time where I would say, you know, NACTA was a big part of that, of the Dactronics interns being able to go down there. Is there anything you want to add to that? Sure. Um, you know, we, we had equipment, not just in our booth, but we'd have equipment out in the foyer mm-hmm. of the hotel. Um, and like you mentioned, we'd pull up with two trucks. And I should maybe clarify, the trucks weren't just a Ford F-150. <laughs> <Yep>. uh, <laughs> the truck was actually a 24-foot truck, big budget type truck. And the equipment in there could be million dollars so we're sending these 21 22 year olds out on the road with a huge responsibility um, but there's no way that you know as super as you guys think i am and i can only wear one cape at a time um <laughs> i i could never pull off napta and it's different shows and it's different affiliates that we take care of and with all that equipment by myself and so Mm-hmm. I I really put a lot of trust and um, faith in these interns to help not only me look good, but Dactronics look good, and then hopefully introduce them to people that can further their career as well. And it really is a team effort. Uh, I, I I'm sure that you would say the same thing with NAFTA. You can't do anything as there's no I in team. Uh, it's 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 a group of people that, that come together for a purpose, work together uh, to fulfill that purpose, and then um, hopefully benefit benefit from that as well. Mm-hmm. So um, I really heavily rely on interns to help me with it. Well said. It's kind of two pronged there too. It's there, part of it is the the trust to take all of this equipment from. One place, probably in Brookings, South Dakota, all the way down to Orlando or wherever the convention is held at to get it there safely to help set up. And and that's just the back end stuff that most people probably don't realize. And then there's the front facing stuff where those interns also get the experience to meet some of those people and interact with those potential customers or ADs or 
um, SIDs or whoever's at the show and they can actually talk to them a little bit and get that experience as well. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's like it mimics to what like Pat had said too, is if you, if you work your tail off there, you'll get noticed. Right. So it's, I mean, amongst the intern circles, NACTA was always the, oh, I want to go there. You're going to Orlando. That's great. But there was so much work that they didn't realize even amongst the other interns of all the hours of booth set up or for receptions and all those things. But I'm here for Dactronics to help me because I, I mean, obviously I'm still here, so I got a job afterwards, <laughs> but it was even, I, I mean, we put in a lot of hard work and I think it got mentioned by some of the, uh, or realized by some of the managers there, like, oh, wow, these interns are doing really good. And then we had an opportunity to, you know, work the booth where we standing, like we always say, Vicky, right? Were we just standing in the booth and not talking to anyone? Are you trying to go up and talk to attendees or visitors to your booth as they came in? And I definitely feel like those are some of the things that helped me at least get hired afterwards as well. Yeah, I think that's a great point. I mean, the other thing that, you know, we try to tell our interns is that, hey, look, you know, our, our convention is our Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. And it's not all that much different when you go to work on a campus and you know, the Ohio State Michigan game or the Duke North Carolina basketball game or mm -hmm. doesn't even have to be at that level. You know, it's it's an event. You know, we're putting on a major event, very similar to all of our members going back to campus and putting on all of their events that they do on campus throughout the year. So, you know, we try to we try to parallel it and tell them that, hey, look, you know, you know, you go and as you just mentioned, you know, you, you show yourself during those, you know, during the convention days and people are going to really notice. Um, mm -hmm. And it's, it's just been a great, great opportunities for these kids to, to be able to do that. So we're very proud of it. Right. And um, you mentioned conventions kind of like your Super Bowl, which is awesome to hear, <laughs> yeah. but also this year it's going to be a little bit different. There's been some changes in the world, obviously, and, and the convention is going to be held virtually. Can you tell us a little bit more about that and when and what to expect? Yeah, our, uh, our convention this year uh, is coming up in a couple of weeks at the end of the month, uh, July 26th through the 29th. Um, as you mentioned, it will be held virtually, which is okay. You know, it's not, it's not what we wanted, but you know, it's it's the hand that we were dealt and we're mm -hmm. prepared to uh, to put on a great, great event once again for our membership. Um, we're going to be using a online platform called Pathable. Uh, some of our folks might be familiar with that from some other events that they've uh, done online. But um, it's it's an online portal, um, not too not too unlike a, uh, a website. Um, so what's going to happen is that once you register for the convention, you'll get a, a private link uh, to log on to the platform. Uh, when you go onto the platform, uh, you'll have the opportunity as an attendee to set up your own profile. Uh, you can drop in a photo, you know, your contact information, all that good stuff so that you can communicate uh, so that you can still communicate during the convention with other attendees. Folks will have the opportunity to um, not only see the entire agenda, but they can go in and set up their own private agenda uh, by going through and just clicking on the various sessions that they want to attend, which the system will then just create their own special agenda for them uh, that they can just uh, be able to, to have in their calendars over the course of those four days. You know, obviously from the corporate side, we'll have uh, sponsors and exhibitors, um, that'll be participating as well so there's a section on the uh the site uh, for all of, of of those folks to be able to to go in and look at the various exhibitors and their company profiles and 
uh, be able to set up, you know, direct meetings with uh, with those folks. So if an attendee uh, wanted to click on Dactronics and and reach out and set up a, a private meeting with with Vicky or whoever is going to be representative from Dactronics, they'll uh, be able to set up that through the portal. We'll have a uh, an opportunity for attendees to participate in gamification, which is kind of an opportunity to, you know, uh, participate as much as possible and, and garner points from all of the, uh, the sessions and the reach outs and, um, and all of those things. So there'll be a leaderboard for, for that. And then at the end of the, uh, the convention week, you know, the leaders, uh, uh, will be recognized and uh, provided with uh, some prizes uh, for their participation during the week. So what else? So the other thing is we'll have a, a section on, on the site with all of our awards, not only from the NACTA perspective, recognizing all of the NACTA award winners from this year, uh, but all of our affiliate associations as well, uh, all of their award winners will be recognized. So, so I think the the last thing from from an attendee standpoint, you know, the nice thing is um, it doesn't matter what association you're a member of. So, if I was a member of, let's say, the development association, I'm not um, I'm not limited to just being able to attend those uh, particular sessions. You'll be able to go in um, and, and attend any of the sessions across any of those different associations. So um, a nice opportunity for folks that, you know, might be coming up into the industry that, you know, might be currently in, in one silo, but might be looking to maybe get out of it and explore another different silo uh, within the realm of uh, collegiate athletics. So, um, so yeah, so we're, we're really excited about it. Uh, looking forward to it. Like I said, at the end of the month here. Um, but I think you know, deep down, we're all eager, very eager to to get back in person, uh, not only for our convention, but you know, all the other meetings that we were on, because um, there's just no substitute for for being able to see people in person and network face to face. So. Right. Um, and kind of on that, Pat, I know it's it's hard to say now looking into a crystal ball because it's we I think we've all realized you can't always predict right what's going to happen in the near future. But looking ahead, you mentioned wanting to meet in person. Is it fair to say that in 2022, that's kind of the direction ACT is going? Very fair to say. Um, as we sit here today, you know, it's it's full steam ahead with, um, you know, we're already um, well underway in terms of initial planning for next year's convention, which will take place in Las Vegas. Um, you know, we had gone down the path um, pretty far, as you can imagine, in, in 2020, prior to the pandemic. Um, we had um, our plans were to, to have our annual convention in Las Vegas um, in June of 2020. Um, and unfortunately, we, we had to, to pull the plug you know, obviously in April, a couple months prior to that. So mm-hmm. um, really looking forward to um, to getting back to Las Vegas. We haven't been there. Oh, I think since the mid-1990s was the last time I think we had an annual convention out there. So, um, you know, just a good opportunity for, you know, with our expanded growth to still be able to host our event under one roof as opposed to having people spread out all over a, over a city and, you know, have to bust them back and forth to a convention center and whatnot. It's, it's still very attractive for us to be able to host our convention under one roof. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we'll definitely make sure you've you've covered a lot there about what this convention will be like this year and what you're looking forward to in the future. But we'll definitely add some links in the show notes to to NAX's website and to to the registration page if people haven't registered yet to to drive them there to to hopefully have an, a great turnout for the rest of this year's convention in a couple of weeks. Excellent, thank you. Yeah. And thinking of I, first, I love that leaderboard idea. I I think I may have missed that, <laughs> but I'm a slightly competitive person, Pat's, and I definitely have a mission. <laughs> Or I'm just going to try at least to be the number one from Dactronics. But we have some people from Dactronics attending who are very, very social people, as sure as Vicky knows. So I might be I might be buying off a little bit more than I could chew here. But I love that leaderboard idea. And I feel like that, you know, making your own agenda part you talked about was something that you guys were doing really well um, the last, I don't know, like three or four times I went prior when they were in person because you had the app at that time. And I just remember... There's so many things going on, so many possible choices and sessions. It just really helps to, you know, to focus or keep your mind on where you got to go next. Um, but then thinking back to both of you, and maybe we can start with you, Vicky. Um, is kind of thinking back, and we always like to hear stories on the podcast. So if you can think <laughs> back, and we don't say it has to be your best memory. Maybe it's your most uh, family friendly version uh, story <laughs> of NAC that you've had in the past that you can share with our listeners. <laughs> Probably the proudest moment I've had um, representing Dactronics at NACTA happened in Orlando and um, we sponsored a concert that um, highlighted our wounded warriors and prior to the concert uh, NACTA staff and Dactronics staff got to meet with them and we we formed two lines that they walked through and we just clapped and applauded and and um, I've never had more goosebumps in my life and never been more proud to be an American um, than at that moment. And, and it, it had nothing to do with NACTA, had nothing to do with Vactronics. It just had, had everything to do with those people that we were um, celebrating that evening. Um, and that's probably my favorite, favorite memory. Obviously, there's tons of them. And the relationships that I've I've built with so many people um, across the U.S., um, but that one is one that sticks in my head the most. I would have to say. Okay, that's a good one, um, Pat. How about you? What's what's a good memory that you have? Yeah, there's there's no way to to top, you know, what Vicky said, and um, you know, our involvement with the Wounded Warrior Project and being able to to do that for them. I mean, that will always be right up at the top. But I guess besides that, I mean, there's, there's just, you know, a couple, a couple that stick out in my mind. And the first one that, that comes to mind was, was back in 2012 in Dallas at the Anatole hotel. And it's funny, you mentioned the concert Vicky, because it was the first year I believe that we had partnered up to do a outdoor concert and as you can imagine, Dallas in June, the weather was slightly warm that day <laughs> that Vicky and all of her folks were setting up outside. I mean, it was temperature was probably close to 100 and that was bad. But the worst part about it was the humidity was probably about 95 percent. So all I can remember throughout that day was just praying that everybody would stay upright and not pass out from heat exhaustion and so forth and so on. So, um, but you know, like, 
like Vicky and her team always does. I mean, they came through and they killed it and the concert went on and it was a phenomenal night. We had a great band. Um, everybody had a good time. You know, the beverages were cold for the most part. So people <laughs> were happy about that. And fortunately the, the location of where we did it outside was not too far from the inside of the hotel. So people were able to kind of come and go and get a little bit of a, a refresher from the air conditioning and then go back out. So, um, so there that one know. definitely, that one definitely stays in my mind, but, um, you know, like Vicky said, I mean, there's so many. Okay. Yeah. Those are some good stories. Thanks for, for sharing a few memories with us and yeah. walking down memory lane there, but also thank you for taking the time, Pat and Vicky to join us on the podcast here to talk about NACTA, the upcoming convention, um, best of luck in, in a couple of weeks when that happens. And, um, thanks for sharing uh, everything that you have about NACTA. Well, thank you. Appreciate it, Matt and Justin, for all your work behind the scenes. And obviously, Vicky, for for being with us today. It's been great to, to hear your voice again and see your face. And obviously, you're like a sister to me. So, um, you know, yeah. appreciate all you do. And can't I wait bet. to see you in person. I can't wait for the big hugs. Please share all of that with your staff because I miss every one of them. Will They're do. wonderful. All right. Okay. Will do. Thank you. Have a great convention. Thank you. Thank you all. Take care and stay safe. Good to see you. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Dectronics Experience Podcast. Please subscribe at your favorite place to listen to podcasts to keep up with our latest episodes.